Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who is on the line. Good morning, Sister Liberty. Good morning, Sister Liberty. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Kind Kim. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday to you. And I heard someone else speaking. Yes, good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Good morning. This is Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Um, I have a prayer request. Okay. I want to pray over my sister, Michelle. She just lost her significant other yesterday. Okay. All right. I'm very sorry to hear that, and we will definitely be lifting up your sister, Michelle. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Prosperous. Val, I'm so sorry. You know, usually I um, email the prayer request, but um, just uh, if you can lift up Rose Marie and Aaron for complete healing. Rose Marie and Aaron. Uh Yes, thank Thank you you so much. You're welcome. Good morning. Pretty Patrice. Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Sorry, pretty Patrice. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sister Tracy and pretty. Good to hear both of your sound. I love y'all. Good morning. Love you, too. Good good morning. It's Sister Sylvia. I put a prayer request and praise report in the on the victory page, so I'm hoping I put it in the right place. I didn't get it. I I went to the prayer request page, but I I didn't take a look at the victory page. Page. I apologize. Can you give me That's those okay. prayer requests and praise reports? Sure. Okay. So the first one is the praise report. Uh, my daughter that was in a near fatal accident three weeks ago is going home today. From the hospital, she's walking, talking, praising God, eating, reading. She had three strokes on top of that, and the doctors are baffled at her (laughs) remarkable recovery. Awesome. And and I'm just asking for continued prayer for her as she goes home to continue her rehabilitation. Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank you, and that is an awesome phrase. Her name is Kalita. 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 Got it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting us know. That is awesome, awesome news. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Yes, especially since her car was literally split in half. Wow. Yep. We serve an amazing God. No broken bones, nothing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> now that's the <a> testimony <laughs> good morning thank good you for morning. calling to declare victory 
This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey, I have a prayer request for these young people that are stabbing in these schools. And I'm asking God to heal the, the, the kids that are hurting to inflict pain on other children. And then I just thank God that I lost my keys yesterday to my house. But thank God that my daughter had another set. So praise God. Well, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Jesus. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You do the same. Good morning, Bella Cita. Miss C, have a good day today. Thank you, Miss B. Happy Wednesday to you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Yes. Good morning. This is Swanita. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank you. Good morning, Swanita, and happy Wednesday to you as well. Okay. At this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of March where our monthly theme is entitled Identity. The declarers will focus on the importance of discovering embracing and allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest our God-ordained identities in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your, your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings of our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests as well as some written ones. So the first one, I'm not sure if this one was read yesterday, but it's from JC. She's requesting prayer for her family as they grow go through a devastating crisis. She's also asking for prayers for comfort for her auntie, Judy. Elsie is asking for prayer for her sister, Michelle. She lost her significant other. So we'll lift her up. Prayers for comfort for her and the family. Pam is asking for prayer for complete healing for Rosa Marie and Aaron. Sylvia 
has a praise report. Her daughter, Kalita, is coming home from the hospital. The doctors are, are just baffled at her recovery, but we're not. We know what kind of God we serve. So we're just praising God for his healing power that flowed through Kalita. And she's asking for prayer, for continued um, prayers for um, recovery and for her rehab. So we just pray for continued prayers for her and continued healing for her. Lisa is asking for prayer for young people and asking for prayer regarding the violence that's been taking place on school campuses. So we're just going to lift the kids up and come against the spirit of violence on, on the school campuses throughout the nation. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Krishanda. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Krishanda. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is from 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. See what great love the Father hath lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Krishanda. Have a blessed day. Good morning. I bless everyone this morning. Thank you, Jesus. God, we honor you this morning. We thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne of grace. We thank you, Lord, for your kindness. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Father, let there be none of me but all of you in this prayer. Father, I thank you for every single Declares Victory family member on this call. I thank you, Father, for your love for all of us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are the apple of your eye. So every Declare victory member on this call, every person on this call. I just pray that you just kind of just center yourselves and think about the goodness of God this morning. How amazing He is, how awesome He is, how good He's been to you to wake us up this morning. We bless your holy and matchless name. Hallelujah. Oh, you are an awesome wonder, God. We love you. We adore you this morning, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, hallelujah. There is none like you, God. Hallelujah. I speak peace over this atmosphere. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace over this call. I speak peace. 
over every single home right now. I thank you, Lord God, that you are a redeemer, that you have been merciful and kind towards us, that you are all loving God. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you, Lord God, that you heard every single prayer request that was made and all those that were unmade, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, that you are covering J.C.'s family, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, and that you are the ultimate comforter, Jesus. Masakaya for Auntie Judy, Lord God. You know every single thing she needs. Hallelujah. We pray, Lord God, that there will be nothing missing, nothing broken. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, in advance, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God, yes, you are the ultimate comforter, Lord God. And there are no words to express that we really know how to express when there is a loss, Lord God. So we pray, Lord God, for Elsie's sister. Lord God, that you wrap her in your loving arms, Lord God, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for Rose and Aaron, Lord God. You know exactly what they need, Lord God. You are a healer. You are our strength, Father, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We ask that you put forth your hand, Lord God, and touch their bodies, Lord God. Whatever it is that they need, Lord God, you are a healer, Lord God. You said by your stripes we were healed. And, Lord God, we believe today, Lord God. You said if two or three gather in your name that you would be in the midst and you would hear our prayers. So we hear and declare victory, Lord God, our gathering and lifting up Rose and Aaron to you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. For Kalita, hallelujah. What an awesome God you are. Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. That you are a protector. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for the physicians. Thank you, Lord God, for the nurses and all the attendants that were in that hospital. Thank you, Lord God, for your angels that gathered around Miss Kalita, Lord Jesus. And thank you, Lord God, for her healing, Lord God, for her complete, hallelujah, healing and rehabilitation. Oh, we bless you today, Jesus. Holy God, there is nothing too hard for you. Hallelujah. There's nothing too hard, God. You know every single prayer request that was not made, Lord God. You know every need. You know every concern, Lord God. And today, this very hour, this very minute, we cast our cares upon you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, our holy redeemer. Thank you, Lord God, our promise keeper. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, our way maker. We give glory and honor to you today, Lord God. And Lord God, I ask that my um, my Declare Victory family comes off mute right now and that we would give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise 
that we won't make any requests. We will just give our glory to
and I decree it. Amen. And God, we bless you. Really quick before I begin, if you would, please check, double check, triple check your phone and make sure they are on mute for us for the continuity of the call. Um, for those of you, and before I even do a whole welcome and greeting, for those of you um, that have a language throughout the course of this call, if you would, do me a favor and um, begin to intercede in advance. Hallelujah. Begin to intercede in advance. There is a, a word this morning, a little difficult, but I promise um, I won't, won't leave you wounded in the process. Um, we'll tie it up. It is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. Um, I'll give this disclaimer even prior to saying that today, uh, and I have a feeling after this particular word, you may want to participate in today's fast. I'm believing God for a supernatural impartation, that something would be transmitted to the eyes of your understanding, that something might be gleaned that for real would walk you out of confusion, out of delusion, out of frustration, out of lack, um, into integrity, into character, and into um, being straightened by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm believing that this morning. Great morning, God morning, good morning, family. It is always an honor. Thank you, Valuable, for hosting and greeting. Thank you, Kashanda, for um, your surrender. But most importantly, family, thank you for lending your voices. Um, let me say this in a, a place of correction. If ever you are in a, a situation while on the call um, and, and you need someone's help, the help that we seek is from Jesus. Um, if you need an ambulance, hang up from the prayer call and call an ambulance. Amen? Amen. Um, that should never happen. That should never happen, and it's happened too frequently, okay? No more. We're not going to do that anymore. Amen? Amen. All right, let's, um, let's walk right into it. Um, this might be one of those mornings, uh, and for those of you guys that know where I live, I'm in Benita's room this morning. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't stay in my space because I knew that I needed to pace because it's a forward word. Um, I am believing that God is going to propel you forward uh, if you catch it. I pray that wherever you are, you find yourself still. Give yourself permission um, to, for those of you that are not preparing to go to work, to sit and absorb this word. Uh, he has given it to me. This is the first time this has happened um, like this. He has given it to me in bits and pieces over the last several months. Now, I didn't know that this day was coming, but we are, again, talking about identity. We're talking about identity. And this morning, like I said, this is um, one of the harder words that I've had to share, but I have a feeling it's going to liberate many. This, this might be one of those mornings you might want to text a friend, um, run to to my page and to the Declare Victory page and perhaps share the Fox Flyer and invite someone. Um, and the call might end up a little peculiar. If you are intimidated or uncomfortable or frightened, 
um, with prayer language or deliverance of any sort, um, I want to give you a disclaimer, no apology. Um, it will be what it is. Um, but what I know, uh, I probably have about maybe hour and a half, two hours of sleep. But what I know is because of how heavy it is on me, it is going to empower you. And again, for uh, my intercessors, if you would um, pray, not just for everybody, but even even for yourself. I'm believing uh, for a new level. I'm believing for uh, a new glory. I'm believing for a greater faith. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's let's jump right into it. Um, the the tag for this word or the idea or uh, the title is perverted identity. Perverted identity. Now I'm gonna let y'all sit in that for just a second. And in your mind's eye, I want you to ask yourself a question. When I say the word perverted, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Now, I don't know about y'all, but in our culture or societally, when you think about perversion, you think about sex or intimacy or uh, for some people, the LGBTQ community came up. For other people, um, it may have just been a, a guy that's creepy or a gal that's creepy or a peeping Tom or something of that sort. But the reality is, um, and last week we, we brought a little bit of light to uh, the truth that quite often um, we misconstrue words on a, on a very regular basis. We, we have a tendency um, to only use what we have been exposed to because it is familiar, because it's familiar. And, and what I'm learning is that um, I, I told my girlfriend probably at about 1 o'clock this morning, I said, honey, I think I'm going to just start saying yes, no, and maybe because we use words um, in an illegitimate context. Uh, and, and keeping in mind, the word declares that men perish for lack of knowledge. And, and not that uh, we are uh, slow or I think we're ill-exposed to the truth of what words are. And while there is a sexual connotation for the word itself, uh, the root of the word or the base of the word is far from it. And I'm going to give you guys a couple of different definitions because I need this thing to sink in. So the word perversion means the alteration of something from its original course, meaning or state, to distort or be corrupted from what it was first intended to accomplish. The alteration of something from its original course, meaning or state, to a distortion or corruption of what was first intended of it. And I, I don't know about you, but that that's not really <laughs> what my first thought or idea was, right? That's, that's not necessarily how uh, the word in and of itself was presented to me. All I ever thought was, look at that pervert. Okay, well, truth is uh, that 
it is far more than what we have um, been given uh, language for, context for, right? Um, another definition, and, and the further I went, the, the more blown away I was. So in Hebrew, it is pronounced the same. It's still pronounced perversion, but it means deviation, deflection, abbreviation, digression, warped, contorted, falsification, corruption, demoralization, degradation, um, and decadence, right? So, so there are a myriad of words that uh, uh, help us to formulate an idea that many of us may not have known um, that was the context. In, in other versions, it means a bend. Um, it, it means to be uh, distorted, right? It means to be uh, misinterpreted, right? And, and so as I, I began to go through this word, it probably was about four or five days ago, and, and I'll, I'll say this because I think we're uh, primarily adults on this phone. When you get about 50, everything in your body changes as a woman, right? That starts shifting and um getting twisted up your hormones be all over the place and bear with me i promise i'll make all this make sense and so what what i noticed and obviously i, I live my life um fasting so today is wednesday but you know the reality is i make active decisions um to live from a place of intentionality and here of late i was like what is going on in my thought process i was like huh you know, I'm finding myself casting down this and casting down that. And and listen, if you turn your nose up at me, I guarantee you it might not have came for you in that way. But I'm a single woman, right? And I'm not dead and I'm not unattractive and I don't not get approached. I go on dates and everything, right? <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. Um, and so I was like, hey, Jesus, you don't have to take all these emotions and put them on the shelf. Now, don't take them. I need them. I want them. Uh, one day I pray, hallelujah, that I'm going to use them. But on today, um, I need you to take this and, and move this over to the left or the right, wherever you need to put it. But this ain't cool. And the Holy Spirit said, the enemy is attempting to pervert your witness. I was like, huh. Well, that's whack. And I don't have time for that because there are far um, too many souls riding on my witness being secure and integral. It's really important to me um, that that this is not lip service. I, I don't I don't have time to um, do things incrementally. I, I need everything that I am to be submitted to Him, so that uh, if and when He says something, I can hear Him. So that uh, when I open my mouth to declare that He is. Uh, and he is a rewarder, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I need that to be my truth, right? I need it to be my truth before uh, it becomes yours. And so, you know, I've been um, really seeking God and, and saying, okay, so, you know, first of all, what was that about? And when he, when he shared with me um, that very statement, 
um, you know, if you know anything about me, for the people that are close to me, I always got some questions. I, I need to know. I need to understand. I need to uh, be as clear as possible. So several several months ago, probably in about, uh, might have been September or October, um, I had this really, really peculiar dream. And in the dream, it's like every other corner that I hit, uh, I ran into areas of perversion. There was hoarding and um, there was representation of masturbation. There was a church that was, I don't know what, <laughs> what necessarily to call it. There was food that was not consumable. There were um, people who were put in place to serve that didn't have a heart or a mind to serve. And uh, as I was studying on yesterday and, and early this morning, the Holy Spirit said, do you remember the dream? And I'm like, yeah, the dream is like, I just had it an hour ago, God. I, and I, I've been trying to figure out why this dream and what is it that you are trying to show me? What is it that you are trying to say? Because it happened in the building. And he said, I, I've been trying to tell you the problem is the perversion. And as I uh, began to study, mm, Sorry, y'all. Um, as I begin to go a little bit further, um, you know, the spirit of religion will have us ignorant. And, and, and again, I say this all the time. I'm, I'm a church girl. I love a fellowship. I enjoy uh, attending church. I, I enjoy people. I, I enjoy seeing people get free and healed and delivered. Um, but we don't see it a lot. We see a lot of bondage and a lot of confusion. And and I started, I, I'm just interrogating God. I'm like, God, we couldn't possibly have access to all this power and no ability to use it, no ability to operate in a place of truth. And we treat people poorly and we are... Um, extremely proud and disrespectful and dishonorable, perverted identity. We we have uh, this uncanny knack to uh, be complacent about worship, not really understanding that our worship is not emotional, but it is uh, a necessity for not survival, but for thriving in the truth of who we are according to what is written of us. And um, a lot has been going on by way of uh, the other day I was scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> it was just a couple minutes. It was maybe like 10 minutes. And within that 10-minute time frame, I saw so many young girls, like teenagers, so many young boys who I could see the spirit of homosexuality just lingering over folks doing tarot cards and Ouija board readings and little yes or no questions or intuitive reading. It was so much, y'all. It, it, it threw me off for the course of my day. And so 
uh, I began to pray, and uh, we're talking about perverted identity. We're, we're talking about the enemy has a very short window. What what I'm noticing is the the closer we get to the truth of what's happening in this era, in this dispensation, in this time, uh, the more the enemy, the more aggressive he is by way of the, the great deception, right? The Bible says that the heart is deceitfully wicked above all who can know it. And I started uh, uh, asking God, God, what what can we do as the body? Because why are these babies, I'm talking about teenagers, not doing tiki and speaking a demonic tongue, this one beautiful young girl. And I was like, why? How come the church is not as attractive as this false power? How come we as believers aren't saturating uh, places in such a way, not with Jesus this and Jesus that, but with a life that is attractive and appealing to uh, our next generation, Generation Z and LMNOP and XYZ, all of them? Right? How come uh, we aren't experiencing healing and delivering power? We're talking about perverted identity. And I've got to thinking about in the church how uh, people who struggle in their sexuality are treated like second-class citizens as if their sin is greater uh, than the adultery that they participate in or the whoremongering that they're involved in or the uh, spousal abuse that they subject their husband or wife to or uh, the dishonor of uh, uh, all of the things that go with the myriad of sin nature that we were born into and shaped of. I have questions, Pop. I, I need to understand why uh, in our local church we see no power. We're talking about perverted identities this morning. I, I need to understand how come, uh, God, we're not seeing a move of great deliverance outside of having to go to here far, get in the car and drive, get on a plane and go somewhere so we can experience some power. Sunday after Sunday, we show up and there is no deliverance. Sunday after Sunday, we show up and nobody new comes. It's the same 40 people. It's the same 12 people. It's the same 13 people. My question is, what is keeping us from cresting, exceeding the the invisible boundary, the invisible border that we created with our own antics, with our own heart, with our own thought process, with our own words, with our own mentalities, with our own heart posture. How have we placed ourselves in situations where there's no liberty, where we're walking around as if we have a straight jacket on in the spirit and there's no flexibility, and there's no power, there's no authority. How come we're not seeing people being supernaturally, supernaturally loose by the truth of your word? How come uh, uh, pastors are still able to um, operate from a place of pride and candor? How come we're not understanding better by and by as grandma? would say truth is um individually we all need something from god we're talking about perverted identities we're talking about 
the bend. We're talking about uh, the thing that, quote unquote, disqualifies us in our own hearts, in our own minds. We're talking about that family member that is uh, addicted that we can't figure out. God, I've been praying and praying and nothing is happening. I'm talking about my sister, uh, oh, who, who, my sister who uh, is consistently comfortable um living an alternative lifestyle let me let me help you with something as um god began to remind me listen somebody that that is same sex attracted is sex is not the sin <laughs> duh that's that's not i'm not even concerned about that let me let me help y'all somebody somebody i just shook you listen the Bible in Genesis, he told us to be fruitful and multiply. We're talking about a perverted identity. He told us that we were to populate the earth. We were to create children that they would crush and or bruise the head of the enemy. We were given a responsibility to uh, create soldiers. Hallelujah. We were given uh, uh, the idea or the concept of uh, teaching uh, our children's hands to war uh, for the nations. Glory to God. We, we were given the responsibility to steward our children and point them as arrows, uh, which for lack of a better word, some of us have done a horrible job with regard to um, same-sex relationships, the reality is that it's a perverted identity and not sexually. That's just, that's just a symptom of the reality that two men can never have a child. They cannot do what the first command was. It's a law, it's a principle, it's something that's in operation in the earth that is created uh, to give God glory, hallelujah. And so without that ability, two women can't have a child. Well, you can adopt if that's what you wanna do. It's not about sex. <laughs> it's about what's your bend, what's your thing. Is it addiction, right? Is that not giving you the ability to, number one, become uh, uh, in your mind everything that you were already before you got here? Is it uh, more about, uh, uh, could it be just you make bad decisions, decisions that keep you from being fruitful and multiplying? What What is it in you? Let's Let's go to the word. Listen, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I got something on my mind, but God has something on his. And so as I begin to um, peruse the word, there are only like 12 or 13 scriptures that use the word perversion. But what I also realized, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say these different adjectives because I need to paint a picture in your mind. I need you to understand how uh, important it is to know that in these scriptures, some of these adjectives, and I want to put it in your thought process, um, simply refer to perversion. It's just another contextual idea for the same word, right? The alteration of something from its original course meaning or state to distort or to corrupt what was first intended right to corrupt 
or to distort what was first intended. Each and every one of us have an original intent and purpose. We were designed for a specific thing. Let me give your mind's eye a concept before we go into this word. A hammer is not a spatula. A hammer is used to uh, add pressure to a specific point. Um, a chair cannot be used as a shower head. They have two entirely different functions. Uh, uh, a, a mattress cannot be used as a speedboat. If, in fact, you attempt to use a mattress as a speedboat, chances are you will drown because it is not being used for its original intent and or purpose. So now let's go to the word. Hallelujah. Now, um, I, 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 we're going to start at Matthew, the 17th chapter. And I'm going to give you a little backstory because I don't want to read a whole bunch. I'll read the things that are extremely significant, right? So this is uh, in in the Gospel of Matthew, and this is when the, the sixth day um, that that Jesus took Peter, James, and John up to the mountaintop, right? This is the Mount of Transfiguration as we know it. And so um, during this time. Um, it, there was a suggestion, we'll, we'll build three tabernacles. <laughs> we'll build three tabernacles, uh, one for John, right? One for James and, uh, I'm sorry, one for, one for, uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> then Peter answered, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou will, let us make for thee three tabernacles, uh, one for Moses, one for Elias, and one for you, right? So, and so the Bible says, and while he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud, which said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, 16 chapters prior, right, Jesus is going through uh, the cities and the synagogues. He's going from place to place. He's guiding. He is uh, on his job. He's working miracles. He's casting out demons. He is uh, walking people into deliverance. And so this is the first time that publicly he is affirmed by his father, that there is no question, there's no mistaken, that not only is he the son of God, but that he has uh, the blessing of his father, right? And, and so then in the 10th verse, and that was, I'm sorry, that was five. And then in the 10th verse, it says, and his disciples asked him saying, why then say ye scribes that Elias must come first? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Elias truly shall come and restore all things. But I say unto you, listen, that Elias has already come. And they knew him not. But they had done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer them. Keep that word in mind. Suffer them. I promise I'll tie it all up. Now jump down to 16 and it says, and I brought him to your disciples. Now this is the man uh, right after the Mount of Transfiguration. This is the man uh, who brings his son who kept throwing himself into the fire. Okay. So he says, and I brought him to the disciples 
and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, listen, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? Listen, how long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. And then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could we not cast him out? And Jesus answered them, listen, because of your unbelief, verily I say unto you, if ye have the faith, the grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. Listen, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. But trip off this. Howbeit this kind goeth not out by prayer and by fasting. Now listen, y'all. I done read this scripture 579 times. And I know somebody didn't catch it. I'm going to back up and I'm going to help you a little bit. Absolutely blew me away. Um, even one of my favorite teachers doesn't teach it quite like this. But when I heard it, immediately my heart received it, right? And it says, now keep in mind that the first thing Jesus answered and said, the, the man who brought his son to be healed, he said, oh, faithless, faith came first, and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you, right? How long shall I suffer you? How long do I have to endure, number one, your, your perverted thought process? How long do I have to endure your faithless life? I've been here with you, right? You, are, you have been with me from the beginning to the end. You've watched me work miracles. You've watched me feed thousands. You've watched me go into synagogues and change nations. You've watched the body of Christ be added to, but still you don't believe me. So much so that your bend is still your bend. You couldn't cast the demon out because you didn't believe that, let me see, maybe you think it'll work for me? I don't know. You think uh, this business that I'm supposed to uh, create and build to build wealth and legacy, you, you think that this book that I'm supposed to write ain't going to help nobody? Listen, our perversion sometimes has nothing to do with our habits or our proclivity. Sometimes it's mind dokora bahaya. And sometimes it's just how we believe. It's why we believe. It's what we believe. It's when we choose to believe. Most of the time, uh, we are incapable of accomplishing a thing because we don't believe we can. See, Jesus addressed their faith first, and then he addressed their bend. He, he addressed their mindset first, and then he addressed uh, how he could uh, uh, have to deal with the fact that you still don't believe, so you won't open your mouth. You still don't believe, so your prayers are powerless. You still don't believe, so uh, you, you scream out uh, out of pain and frustration because you don't get it. He said, how be it that this kind, listen, go without by prayer and by fasting. 
uh, today is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. Today is the day that we have an opportunity uh, to get in God's face and ask him where our bend is. God, where is my faith perverted? Where have I lost it? Where uh, did I change my mind about the truth of who you are in such a way that uh, when you tell me to go left, I still go right. When you tell me to stay home, I still find myself in somebody else's bed. God, where did I go wrong in my understanding of how of how great you actually are? God, where did I lose sight of how much you love me? Uh, you love me so much that you died for me. God, where did my thought process about who you are become perverted? So, so let, let's do this due diligence. And my suggestion is go back to Matthew, the 17th chapter, 17th verse, and you read it yourself. But I, I want to give you some more context for uh, the layers and the levels of our perversion that in many cases we don't even know exist. The, the fact that we have access to the truth of who God is, the fact that we have a, a full legal right to operate from a place of authority and power, but yet we're perverted. We're perverted in uh, our approach to the throne of grace. We're perverted because we've not been delivered from perversion because we didn't even know it was there. I, I found myself saying, God, where in my thought process have I been perverted? What have I done that has got me out of a place of fully believing you in every single area of my life. You've proven, ah, glory to Jesus that you're a healer. You've proven, God, that you are a deliverer. God, you've proven that you are a heart fixer and a mind regulator. You've proven that you're a lion and a lamb. God, you've proven that you've got all power in your hands. God, where am I perverted in my identity? I want to be able to move how you say move. I want to be able to uh, open eyes of people through the power of the Holy Ghost, through you and how you've been God. Listen to Proverbs 17 and 20. It says, he who has a crooked mind finds no good, and he who is perverted in his language falls into evil. Do you know how many of us are perverted in our language? Do you know how many of us get up in the morning, day after day, uh, night after night, lying to ourselves about who we are? I ain't good enough. I'm worthless. I'm stupid. I'm broken. I can't do this. I can't do that. That's a lie. That's a perverted mentality. It is. Proverbs 4 and 24 says, put away from you a deceitful mouth. Listen, listen how perversion and how we speak and how we think, what's in our hearts uh, starts to come up. It says, and put devious speech far from you. See, devious and perversion, uh, uh, devious is one of uh, the definitions of perversion. Yeah. Glory to God. Psalms 101 and 4 says, the perverse heart shall depart from me. That means, honey, when you've taken everything that I've given you, you've taken everything that I've shown you, you've witnessed my power, you've witnessed my uh, faithfulness, you've witnessed my unfailing, undying love and 
still. You don't trust me still. You don't believe me still. You won't take me at your word. I've delivered you time after time after time, and still you won't rest in me, and still you won't move when I say move. You don't get it. It's a perverted identity walking around in this Dion suit. I, I don't need you to have on a suit. I need you to mind the Kora Bahaya. I need you to put on the full armor. I got Satayanaman, the full armor of God. I need you to trust that I am, that I am, that Dion, everything, Neka, Rokoramanse, everything you need, I am. This morning, ah, Heka, mm. this morning, I, I, I know if I don't know anything else, Heka, Yanaman, Okorabahaya that God wants to move you out of a broken uh, and a perverted identity into the truth of who he is. Uh, Not for you, but for his glory. Uh, He wants to make you a glory carrier in such a way that when you walk into a room, the atmosphere begins to shift and bow to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He wants to move you out of complacency and fear and trepidation because of who you are in the kingdom, because of what is written of you. Hallelujah. In uh, the book, hallelujah, I pray that even as I am speaking, God will begin to open the eyes of your understanding, that you begin to see your bends in the spirit, that you begin to say, God, every crooked way, hallelujah, make it straight. Proverbs 6 and 14, who with perversity in his heart continually desires evil, who spreads strife. Listen, do you know perversion is the root of strife? Listen, did you did you hear what the word just said? That a perverted idea, a perverted concept, a bent, a distorted, an illegitimate, an illegal thought process uh, will create strife in your life unnecessarily. Do you know we around here fighting battles that were never intended for us to fight? Do you know that some of your spiritual warfare is because in the heart of your heart, you got perversion in your heart. My prayer is that you would begin to cry out, God, deliver me from perversion. Yeah, you, I know you may not have a a super over-the-top sexual appetite, but I I bet you this, I bet some of it is perverted. I don't know about you, but listen, it pointed at me before I got to share it with you. God, where is my being? Where am I skewed? God, where am I crooked? God, where am I twisted? Where have I deviated from your original intent? Hallelujah. Proverbs 12 and 8 says, a man will be praised according to his insight, but one of perverse mind will be despised. Glory to God. Proverbs 11 and 3 says, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the crookedness of the treacherous will destroy them. God, unstraighten me out in Jesus' name. God, every area that's curved, God, make my crooked ways straight. Proverbs 15 and 4, a soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. Listen, let me say that again. A, A soothing tongue is the tree of life, but perversion in it, it is the tongue, 
refreshes the spirit. Listen, any, anybody had their spirit crushed behind perversion? Uh, I didn't even know that that's what it was. Honey, when you just like your daddy. You just like your mama. You ain't never going to be nothing. See, curse words. I'm not caught. I buy. I, I break it in the name of Jesus now. And I thank God this morning uh, for the revelation that uh, uh, it is our responsibility. They shall know the truth. Glory to God. And the truth shall make them free. Right? The truth shall make them free. The truth shall make them free. Isaiah 47 and 10 says, you felt secure in the wickedness and said, nobody see me. Nobody see all these bends and twists and tucks and turns. Your wisdom or your knowledge, they have deluded you. Uh, for you have said in your heart, I am and there is no one beside me. I got this. I'm fine. Just like this. No. Perverted. Yep, that's perverted too. That thought process and all of that, all those lies uh, you keep sitting under with your own mouth and this morning, I declare and I decree by the authority given me that uh, we will come out of agreement with those perverted words, those perverted thought processes, those perverted ideas we have uh, one of another, the perverted ideas we have about ourselves, that the posture of our heart will be shifted uh, toward the truth of God's love, that the posture of our heart would be submitted to uh, our responsibility so that we are no longer living a life that deviates from our original intent or purpose. You are not a hammer. You are a son of God, according to John, uh, the sixth, the twelfth chapter. It's twelfth or sixth. I'll find it in a minute. But but I, I, I need you to get this this morning. Hallelujah. God wants us to be straightened out. He wants our bends. I'm seeing, uh, even as I'm speaking, uh, I love plants. I'm not the, the best at growing them, but my mother has a house full of plants. And what you'll notice is that a plant, in, even in a pot, it's put in the right place. It'll begin to grow toward the light. And, and sometimes it'll end up leaning. It might end up wop-sided. It'll end up a little bit thrown off. It'll start to bend or to curve. And in order to prevent it, hallelujah, in order to prevent it, you got to sometimes turn the pot. You got to shift the pot so that the other side of the plant is getting the So I pray this morning, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we got to shift our life in such a way that we get sun on all angles. See, sometimes we approach God halfway, half-witted. Uh, what, what my mother does when the plants start leaning to, I've got a mind, God, I hear you. Uh, what, what, what my mother does is she'll take a, a stick and she will get some, uh, some zip ties and she'll put the stick in the, the pot with the plant upright and she'll begin, so, God, I thank you. She'll tie the plant to the stick that's uh, standing straight up so that the bend uh, will be removed. See, sometimes uh, when God is about to transition your life, he'll put you in a place where he has to 
tie you down to a certain thing. He'll put you in a place where uh, you you got to be standing straight up to your lean started going too far and after a while if he lets you go too far you'll topple over that's why you can't hang out with him no more that's why every time they start talking you get frustrated because you're starting to lean uh, on, on every side and God is trying to straighten you out he's trying to prop you up he's not trying to kill you uh, he's just trying to get you from glory hallelujah to glory to glory to glory it's his job to be the shepherd the good shepherd though he's a good Good Father. Woo! That was a lot. Hallelujah. Assignment completed. Um, I'm, I'm going to stop right there because I, I could go on and on and on and on, but I'm, I'm positive that, that something has happened uh, and is happening even as I speak right now. Um, can we do this before we go into greeting shell can you unmute everybody uh and and, and i want to do i want us to have uh just a moment of praise and god thank you for straightening my bend i, I want us to celebrate in advance thank the father uh, for the son for even loving us enough to straighten us out Hallelujah. I dare you just to begin to call God your Alpha and your Omega, your beginning Thank and your you, end. God, Hallelujah. whatever it is that you, you want to do in my I'm <laughs> 
We thank you this morning, Father God, for the day of Thanksgiving. Thank you, Father God, for the great reveal in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. your name this morning. We thank you for the work this morning. We thank you for. You don't have to mute nobody, Phil. We thank you for a right now word. It's time. We thank you for uh, a time and a season, God. I thank you that we were made for this. Ah, glory to you. I thank you that we were built for this, God. Thank you that this is a season that we cannot lose. This is a season you're going to supernaturally shift not just our career, God, but our position in the earth. I thank you that uh, for trying times, there are trying measures, but we serve a God that controls all of it. Thank you that because you are Father, we will lack no good thing, nothing lacking, nothing missing, nothing broken. God, that we will step into the places and mantles and assignments that you have called us to from the foundation of the earth with courage and with tenacity that we will fear not. I thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, God. And I declare and I decree that even after we hang up on today, God, that this word will be relevant in and out of season that uh, we would call everything that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ under subjection and we apply the blood of Jesus that was rent on the mercy seat and we thank you in advance that no weapon formed against us, not in our mind, not even the weapon of our own words. God, we come out of agreement with anything that we may have said knowingly or unknowingly that defy the truth of who you called us from the foundations of the earth. And we stay hell this morning and make an announcement that we will not shrink back, that we won't play small, that we'll stand up in the truth of your love, in the truth of your power, God, that we'll be love, light, and salt everywhere we go. I come against the spirit of condemnation and rejection and abandonment now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for restoring us this morning. God, thank you for fresh wind. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, you're so merciful. You're just so kind. You're so faithful. You're so constant. And you are our sovereign God. So good morning, family, and welcome to uh, the second half of the call. I'll give you guys just a moment to go into uh, saying hello before any of the ladies say a thing. If there are any gentlemen on the line, I know you uh, may be at work, but if anybody wants to unmute and say good morning before we let these ladies loose, please, sir, do so. Dang, man. Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Good, good morning, my sisters, Elder Eric. Great declaration. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. 
Hey, good morning, family. Cedric's on the call this morning. Thank you. Hey, Sid. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Hey, good morning. This is Jr. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Jr. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Eddie. Wonderful declaration. Hey, Eddie. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Anybody else? Amen. Uh, before we just do an all call, are there any new callers, first-time callers, or maybe a first-time speaker that has joined the call and you want to say good morning? No pressure. Say good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Who's that and who's that? Tell me your name. My name is Rosemary Brown. I'm Sylvia. Mother. Hey, man. Well, good morning, Miss Rosemary, and welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Anybody else? New caller? First-time speaker? Amen. Other than that, it's all on y'all. Morning, y'all. Good morning, this is Mary. God bless you. Hey, Mary. Great morning. Good morning, it's Els. Hey, Els. Good morning. Good morning, this is Shirley. Hey, Shirley. Good morning. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday to everyone. God bless. Hey, beloved. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Great decoration. Thank you. Good morning, Mother. Good morning, sis. Good morning. I'm going to need you to hydrate today because you poured well. I love you. Praise God. I love you too, babe. Good morning, Miss Krishanda. God bless Good you. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. I just wanted to say you got some praises going on, child. Y'all got some fire. <laughs> Good morning, Sister Stephanie. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Dion. Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Hey, Toya. Good morning. Good morning. This is Brianna. Hey, Bri. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Hey, sister. Hey, babe. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Uh, welcome, Rose, and all the new callers. Have a blessed day, everyone. Hey, man. Good morning, Prosperous. Good morning. This is up. Hey, that morning. <laughs> good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. Good morning, everyone. God bless. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody Maybe else? Good morning. Hey, Nina. Good morning. Anybody else? All right, let's rock. Let's rock right right into love, life, and victory. Uh, let's walk right into love, life, and victory. Amen. Um, 
I, I won't preface it. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, um, disputes, arguments, anything? Good morning, Dion. This is pretty. Thank okay. you for <laughs> hey, thank you for revelation knowledge on this morning. Amen. Amen. Listen, I don't know if nobody else got it, but I got it. I, I got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey D. It's glorious again. Hey, Claude. I just want to tell you and to thank God for you and for you allowing him to minister to us about straightening our bent and getting our the, the understanding what the problem is why things mm-hmm. are, are not progressing the way they're supposed to progress because mm-hmm. if it was never him we didn't, wasn't no i wasn't tripping about whether or not it was him but to mm-hmm. understand the perversion that there, as much perversion as you think you've been delivered of there's still more if you're mm-hmm. if things are not um who is it uh it's a pastor. I can't get Torn Wells has this song. If it's not good yet, then he's not done. And I mm-hmm. thank God for you. Thank you for your obedience. I'm praying for you. And I'm with Shell. More, more. Water, water, water. Rest, rest, rest. Love you. Amen. Amen. Love you too, sis. Good morning. This is Sister Liberty. And I just want to say that was a great declaration. Um, just like the sister before me was saying that we thank God for you allowing him to use you in the mighty way that he does. Lord, I felt like it was the great reveal today. You know, like anything that was dormant that lays inside of me, like perversion of any sort, you know, and you explained that it doesn't always have to be something sexual, that it can be any type, you know, doubt, fear, or whatever the case may be, any lie that we tell ourselves. So I just want to say thank you, and God bless you, and may he keep you in Jesus' Amen. name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Liberty. I appreciate your words. A.D., thank you for your teaching again. You just help us to identify the stench that we all have. It might not, might not be the same stench, but that it's that stench, you know, that, that foul smell, that foul something that you just can't put your finger on. And you look at perversion, the way you broke it down, the way the Holy Spirit gave it to you, man, it makes you take a double take of how you look at people when, when Didi always saw that mirror ministry. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. you try to identify something in them and not knowing that it's the same thing that's in you, but just formed a different way. So, sis, man, I, I, like I say, to God be the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, I wanted to, um, this is Shirley. Um, thank you for your for your declaration, and you reveal some things in me. And one of it was my forgiveness. I thought my way of forgiveness was um, was good, but it wasn't because there was still a state of mind of some negativity, even though I said it. And so, um, just just wanted to thank you for leading me towards of what true forgiveness, knowing what his word really means. 
And mm. I held on to this for a number of years. And today I really felt I really did forgive from the bottom of my heart. So thank you for that. Amen. That's a big deal. I love it. Yep, that's a that's a big deal. Very good, very good. Thank you for uh, your transparency and sharing. Anybody else have any words come up um, during the declaration that let you know an area of perversion? You don't necessarily have to share the word or the thing. Anybody? Yeah. Okay, amen. Anybody want to tap into it? Good morning, sis. Can you hear me? Uh-huh, I can. Hey, listen, I was um, I was thinking, and, and I, 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 I was so glad that when you, when you took the definition of perversion, you moved it into the Hebrew. Uh, it just gave us a, a, a more of an insight. Because sometimes we take biblical words and we, and we just do do the English, and and we miss the, really the context that bend. And when you talked about uh, uh, the disciples and how they couldn't heal the the young boy, and, and Jesus uh, said, "Oh, you perverse nation," um, we talked about that bend. Uh, we know the history sometimes of the of, of the people of the Bible, the Hebrew people of the Bible during that time. Um and it was um if you had an ailment, if you were born blind, if you were even demonically possessed, uh the cause at that time bended towards what it was your fault or it was the sins of your father or sins of somebody before you. And so when you talked about the disciples not being able to heal this young person, I began to think about the word came to me is that they couldn't heal because they still had a perversity in their in, in, in their belief. Their culture kept saying that listen, uh this person they deserved it. And I'm just going to break it down. They deserved it. Something that happened in their family. And if you're praying in that type of mindset, of, of course you're not going to you're not going to deliver that person because you're not praying from a, from a mindset of faith. You're not praying from a mindset in which Jesus is trying to talk to them and, 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 and tell them that there is nothing on this earth that God cannot take away, that God cannot heal. But if you are praying in, in, in that type of stance, in that type of unbelief, because of bent in your culture, this is the reason why. And this is why he said, listen, we need to fast. And, and fasting is not just all about food. Maybe sometimes we need to fast uh, uh, from the things that, that we've been brought up from. We need to fast from the things that have been told to us from 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 you know our childhood but this is how the things are done and in that fasting if we can fast from that then our prayers will begin to align with the will of will, will of god um Amen. i just i it, 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 it was just a powerful 
thing. Uh, because uh, it was a question in my mind. You know, Jesus rebuked the disciples. But then again, he also knew that Peter would be able to heal a, a, a man, you know what I'm saying, and heal men. And that even the shadow of, of, of Peter passing would heal people. Amen. You know Amen. what I'm saying? But, yeah, that was, but that was that was much further out. Not you know, for for people that don't exactly don't even know. What, yeah, that that was right. much further out. But this particular moment of exposure, saying the first thing he addressed was their faith. The first thing he addressed was how they believed. The second thing he addressed was their perversion, their individual perverse ideas of themselves. And so, um, right before Eric spoke, my question was. When, when during the course of the prayer, during the course of the, the conversation or the declaration, was there a word, um, a thing that came up for anyone on the call personally that pointed to your perversion, an area that you need to address? When he said uh -huh. something, come out, uh -huh. hold on one, hold on one oh. second. When he said something come out by prayer and by fasting, you know, a lot of times I, I know I never saw or understood this like I did um, on last night and today, that our prayer and our fasting is literally not just for the sake of the fact that it's a command, but for the sake of the fact that Holy Spirit is designed to live on the inside of us, to point us back to us, to point us back to God period. It is his role and responsibility um, to assist us in straightening the bend. He is the zip ties, right? He is, Jesus is that stand-up stick that I talked about in the plan. He is uh, the source of being straightened out, but the Holy Spirit helps us to stand up in being straightened, if that makes sense. And so that prayer and that fasting because keeping in mind that fasting is not for God, it's for you. It is for you to be empty enough of natural substance that your spirit is awakened and alive and aware and clear and operating from a place of clarity. Amen. Go ahead. Um, who was that? Was that Stephanie? That was Stephanie. Good okay, Lord, Lady I... was. Um, what Lady was there? Oh, I'm sorry. And Yvette. Oh, what, I got, what I got was the reckoning of the spirit. And through the perversion, you know, um, codependency. And um, I do a lot with codependency. And codependency is still a kind of selfish, really, what the Lord gave me is still acting and behaving in a very selfish manner. Because even though I'm a giver, and I don't want to be that type of person um, to give things, and but then still expecting things um, in return. And that's what the Lord um, stirred up in my spirit this morning. You know, that selfish act of codependency to the the act of giving, but having that self expectancy in the end. You know, and oh, you wretched one. You know that perverse nation that tries to do something with having expectations on the other end. And even though I really put in my heart to want to share, I want to share freely. I want to share what God has given to me because he has given to me in the abundance, in the abundance of his heart. I mean, not his heart, but in the abundance of his giving and in the abundance of his spirit. But I want to be able to give 
through the abundance that he has given me, but I want to be able to give and let go as God gives and gives and let it go Amen. freely with me. And um, Amen. It, just, it, just, it just gave me a reckoning of the spirit. You know, Stephanie, you don't give anything with a string attached to it. You give, you give it, and you let it go. So I was just um, convicted of that. And the Lord has given to me, and um, I, my blessings were overflowing yesterday. You know, and I just appreciate all that was given to me. But I want to be able to sow a good seed. And not that I have any answer for it. Not that I have anything that I'm going to do different. But the Lord will give to me. But the prayers that she gave, and 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 and, and, and it was just so much food and information and so much clarity in my spirit. And I just want to say thank you because if didn't nobody else get anything from it, I got something from it. And the Lord is going to prove to me and tell me exactly how to use it and how to decipher it and for the well-being Amen. of the spirit. Amen. And I thank Amen. you for that. Amen, Sister Stephanie. Very good. Very good. And I heard you and I understood. Um, now take that and run with it. Take that and run with it. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this, not in any way to discount um, the original idea, because things come in steps and in increments when it comes to being delivered from a thought process. Codependency um, is a strong bend, and, and it takes consistency, and it takes people. It takes um, a, a level of diligence and focus when it comes to being delivered from codependency. It's a thing that will have you stuck. One of the things that I had to learn about giving is when you give, you release it. But, but let, me, let me help you with a bend. Every farmer that plants a seed has an expectation of a harvest. Let me say it again. Here's a zip tie. Every farmer that plants a seed has an expectation of a harvest. The seed of Jesus being planted in the earth was intended to harvest the nations. There should always be an expectation of receiving something from somewhere. May not be where you plant it, but there should always be a harvest. Remember the first law, be fruitful and multiply. That's a bend. You got to change the way you think about that because as long as there is no expectation, <laughs> that means when it's harvest time, you don't even know to go back out and pick up your, your spoils. You don't, you don't even know to go back out and go pick up your fruit. You understand? Does that make sense? Amen. I bet you were going to say something. I was going to say, I got you. I think it was Yvette that said me. Dee Dee had something, but I can wait to whoever else had said me. Okay, go ahead, Dee. Hey, so thank you. And transparency, it's just that word is just in my head and as transparent as I've tried to be with my children. When you were speaking um, about what's going on with the teenagers and all these youngsters, and there are so many ministries now, that's what I'm calling them, they, that have demonic, you know, they're worshiping stuff. And just recently, a group of girls had a Ouija party. 
and I guess they got so overwhelmed that they had to be rushed to the hospital because they got they got anxiety attacks because they know what they were doing. But what I'm saying to parents and grandparents is to really be open and honest with these kids because when you're trying to figure out what what is drawing them to the dark side because they've watched and some of us, like you said, Dion, we failed them because they've seen us play in church and they've seen us walking one way, but you know, talking one way but walking another. So in this month of identity, we got to just be transparent with our youngsters because they are really not choosing. You say choose a side, they don't want what we what they've seen some of us do. And then we get mad when when we see we say that they're out of control, but what did they witness? And so now's the time to go back and clean up some stuff, unlearn some stuff, try to right some wrongs so that these youngsters we we still we haven't lost everybody, but there are some who really just need to see real. That's all. Love yeah. you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Amen. Anybody else? Hello. Didn't our hearts burn? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't our hearts burn? Um, um, I say I don't have much to say because it's really like I want to sit in what you taught. um, But... What I you asked about when we were praying or uh, when you were teaching, did I hear anything? And the one thing that I heard and I felt is like a push in my back. Like when you're standing in a line and everybody's waiting for someone to go first. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, what are you waiting for? Not what are you waiting for, but the thing that you're seeing, the thing that you're feeling, hallelujah, it feels radical. Um, And it's radical for radical times from the radical midwife. Opening up our eyes, it's time to be radical. Yes, it will be unusual. Yes, it's uncomfortable. But it is a radical time. So I felt a push in my back. I heard, like, like, push you forward, like, just go ahead and go. Yeah, it's it's you're, you're right. It's it's different, but it's necessary. So God bless mm-hmm. you. Amen. God bless you. Hey Dion, it's persistent. Um, last night in my prayer, I just had um, a very thankful heart for His love. Um, just very grateful and thanking him in abundance in my expression. And it kind of leads into today, and I understand why my heart posture was sensing and feeling what I was feeling, because I feel that again in this, his love. Um, It's like he's taking my hand in a very tender way and The word that comes up for me is faith and belief. Two words. So, um, and it's taking those steps. uh, My intent, and I like to do things um, for me, just with me and him quietly. I'm not here to. I'm not here to express, and when it is time to express, I will. But that's just my posture right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so with that going deeper in in into the fasting and spending the time as um my sister just said sitting in this um and understanding and reading the scriptures and allowing the Holy Spirit to take you through it. That's kind of where I am with this. Um, it's, it is, it's, it's not that it's weighty, but it is weighty at the same time. For me, I have to, um, I'm smart, but I'm process oriented smart. I have to process it. You know, I don't like rushing through something because I want to get it and then I want to move on. And keep going. I hope that makes sense. But anyway, that's that's what I got from this. And I sincerely appreciate your just oh God, you know, taking us to different levels and heights and helping us to be who we truly are. I just love it. I really do, and I can't thank you enough. I just love it. And I and I reflected on the church, and I reflected on. You know um, why we are who we say we are. You know, my thought went on perverted identity, not just for myself, but for the churches. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's, it's, it's that's what I got scary. from. The same. It is. No, for real. Yeah. Mhm. Not not cool. Thank you, Cheryl. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Thank you, Priscilla, for sharing. I appreciate you, Priscilla. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Hey, thank you for your declaration. Um, I like how you brought it. The word perversion in a different light than what we may think it was, because I was thinking the same thing about, you know, a person or a thing. Um, so I like how you brought it to our attention, especially in the scripture in Matthew, what, God, what Jesus said about perversion. And um, when you started off talking about the young people, that really got my attention even more so, um, because I'm watching you know, what's going on in this generation. And there's a hunger going on as well, um, which I mentioned before. There's a lot of young people that are going on these different sites and social media and getting the wrong information. And so I know that that's more reason why it's up to us to give them, to, to teach them how to find the truth in who they are and in the kingdom. And so my granddaughter, who's at Howard, who's been calling me and talking to me and saying, send me scriptures. I want to know more. I don't know if I'm doing this right. Mind you, she's on her spring break in Atlanta and saying, Grandma, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I just found the book of James. And this is what I like about James. And I'm like, you are right where you're supposed to be. Keep searching, mm-hmm. studying, you know. And so she's, there's a thirst and hunger for righteousness in the kingdom, wanting to be aligned with what God says and what God expects and this the identity of who they are in Christ. It's a phenomenal thing going on as well in that sense. And so I just asking God and praying on it, you know, to be a part of that 
you know, like Dee Dee was talking about, so they can see mm. the image of God and what this side offers them, eternal life, opposed to that other side, like the mentioned of people, you know, young people tapping into, and then there's a lot of it's in the celebrities and stuff too, everything they talk about, Illuminati, all of that stuff, it's just perverted the minds mm -hmm. of this generation. So we have to be that salt and that light to show mm -hmm. them this is Jesus, <laughs> the way, the truth, and the light. And so I love her thirst for righteousness. And I, you know, tell her all the time, this is where you're supposed to be because you are going to help lead your generation to Christ, even on your mm -hmm. college, especially on your college campus. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. It's true. Very good. Can I just um, chime in um, again? I um, I heard the phrase um, perverted love. So I, um, that we need to slow down, that the babies need to be loved. Um, they need to be loved upon. I heard perverted love, that we need to slow down and listen and hear and be available, not caught up, not all busy with stuff. We're at internet speed in this world, and we need to slow down and love on the babies because they're getting perverted love out there. Lord Jesus. Yes, yeah, so we need to hear from the Lord, and we need to love yeah. on the babies and teach them Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Very good. Amen. Anybody else? All right, well, we are nearing the top of the hour. Um, and I'll give a going what? Going hey. what? Hey. I, I ran into oh. a little, um, small little office. Because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the building, so anyway. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, thank you for uncovering. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for using you to uncover those hidden things. And I don't lie on them. So I will be uh I will be letting the Lord um dismantle those things. Amen. So, so thank you. Very good. Very good. Amen. Anybody else? Praise God. So I pray that something was said this morning that will shift you in um, uh, uh, yet a further direction of your purpose. I pray um, that you begin to seek God's face concerning your being, and you begin to ask Holy Spirit to lead and guide you with regard to uh, moving to a place of freedom as it relates to that bend so that you can operate from a place of 
healing and wellness and fullness that you would start to move um, in the direction that God sent you to be a solution to. Um, we are without a shadow of a doubt in a very critical time in the spirit and in the natural. It is our responsibility to know what our original purpose and intent was so that we can not only fulfill it, but so that the lives, Jesus said to the disciples, how long shall I suffer you? How long shall I suffer you? Jesus, I don't want you to suffer me. I don't want you to have to endure hard trials concerning me. I I want you to be pleased with me in such a way (laughs) that when I begin to walk into a thing, when I start to operate, um, be it from dealing with deliverance to just teaching and and preaching the gospel, God, I don't want to suffer you. I, I don't want I don't want you to feel like, dang, well, I gotta endure this. Not not concerning me. So, my prayer is for real that your identity would be made clear as. We walk into um, this season of swift shifting that you would be able to, to be bent in the proper direction for purposeful use. That being said, y'all, um, I'm going to give you guys back these last little nine minutes, and I'm going to try to take a nap before I go to the office, <laughs> lest I be delusional uh, during the course of the day. I love you, but I promise God loves you more. Um, we'll meet back here at 5 o'clock. Same bad station, same bad time. If not, we'll hear you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. sharp Pacific Standard Time. I love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a great day, everyone. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Blessings, everybody. Blessings, everyone. May the most high be with you. Have a blessed day. God bless you. Thank you. Have a blessed, blessed day, everybody. Love you guys.